welcome, welcome to the newest episode of Time, Love, Coffee, Peace. This is your host, Lisa Marie Chirico, and I am so happy that you're joining me today from wherever you are on our planet Earth. And today's a special day. Today is a day that we focus on something very, very important. Today is the International Day of Peace, sometimes referred to as World Peace Day. And, you know, it really should be every day. Um, now more than ever, it's something that, you know, we, uh, we need to emphasize because there's just so much unrest in the world. And uh, I don't know, that's, it, it's a topic that I want to talk about and I'm going to talk about tomorrow on my next episode of Time, Love, Coffee, Peace. This is actually a series. The name of my podcast, Time, Love, Coffee, Peace, I decided to take each one of those words that were chosen very carefully when I created this show and to break them down into separate episodes. So I've done an episode on time and love, and today's episode is coffee, and my next episode will be about peace. So I'll I'll talk more about it. Um there's just, uh, there's a lot to say about peace and the time for peace is not just today or uh, the next, you know, world peace day that we have next year or the year after that. It's every day. And um, I know we'll get there and uh, it's, it's a work in progress for humanity for sure. But as I'm talking to you right now, there's, there's peace and love going on all around the world. And that's what brings us all together. So, Speaking of something else that brings it all together, brings all of us together, is coffee. It's near and dear to my heart for um, a couple of reasons, and um, I don't want to put down tea. I know there's many, many people all around the globe that are not fans of coffee that start their day with tea. I also enjoy tea as well, but if I had to choose between the two, I would have to say coffee. Coffee just, um, it, it's, uh, it's a favorite of mine, and I'm, I'm going to break it down for you now and tell you uh, a little bit about all of that. First of all, you know, um, something else I'd like to begin this, this show with is uh, the reasons why coffee is so wonderful. So it's not just you know, we can look at, at it as the specialty drink that it is. What's so special about it? Now, I'm not talking about a cappuccino or any of the specialty drinks that our favorite coffee chains make. I'm talking about, not to say I'm a purist. Um, I don't like a lot of sugar. I don't put sugar in my coffee. So coffee at home is a rather strong brew. And because um, I'm not going to name any names, but it, it has to be high quality. I'm, I am a coffee snob. Many moons ago in my corporate career, I did work for the trade association for the coffee industry in New York City. So uh, I, I learned a lot about um, the whole industry and coffee itself. It was just, it was wonderful. I worked in an, a marketing capacity and um, it, was, it was really an eye opener. I, I learned so much about coffee. But um, uh, I know the difference between 
anyway, I'm just, I'm a coffee snob, I have to say. Um, and I just prefer, um, you know, I learned a lot about the different types of beans and we all have different tastes about the types of coffee that we like. And again, I'm not going to name any names, but um, I prefer my coffee as, as a, a stronger, a darker brew and a darker bean and not burnt though, um, a darker bean. And uh, I don't like the flavored coffees. I feel that that corrupts the whole thing, you know, so I don't like um, uh, any of those extra flavors that go in. Uh, once in a while, I, there's going to be a syrup or a flavor. For me, it's caramel, but I do like a darker roast with half and half, and you have to put the half and half in the cup first and then the coffee. <laughs> That's my routine. It cannot be I cannot be added after that. So that's my little, my little pet peeve and um, not skim milk, uh, not any of the other milks. It has to be half and half. Okay. Uh, and uh, drip coffee is fine. The French press is fine. I do enjoy cappuccino and espresso, but at home, uh, that is what, uh, that is, that is how I like it. The very first time I drank coffee, Black. For a long time, I drank it black. It was the summer of my junior year. I did an internship in the corporate communications department of an insurance company. And a gentleman in the department, there was a woman who was on maternity leave, and um, I had the good fortune to basically take over uh, the responsibilities that summer that she had. So it was writing for the corporate magazine and um, several other things in, in marketing and it was it was a great internship. I got to wear all the hats and do a lot of writing. So it was wonderful. And this organization had a company cafeteria. So this uh, a gentleman in my department sort of took me under his wing and he's like, Hey kid, come on, I'll take you to lunch. And so it was uh I'll never forget it. It was my first week there that summer during my internship and uh everyone was as many moons ago, please keep in mind, uh, even using the plastic trays, you know, remember those colored plastic trays in the lunch line that you had maybe in high school, if you went to high school in the 70s or the 80s, this cafeteria had those, and then they had the stainless steel coffee urns, and, you know, both my parents were coffee drinkers, I grew up in a family that drinks coffee, and uh, I could have tried it when I was younger, never had any desire to, you know, it was something I smelled every morning that, um, you know, my parents enjoyed drinking, but never, never had the desire. But he said, hey, you want to try a cup? So I really wanted to fit in and I didn't want to say, oh, no, no, I don't, I don't drink it. Now, I, I wasn't a kid. You know, I was, I was, a, it was, again, I was almost a senior in college. So, but I, I just, it hadn't been part of my uh, morning routine. I had no desire for it. So I said, oh, sure, yeah. Oh, I drink coffee now and again, not every day. But, you know, I was trying to be such a, you know, a grown-up, a mature grown-up. And so I had some, and we, we, we went to sit down. And he had, um, this gentleman, my coworker, he was drinking his coffee black. So I I thought, oh, I'll give this a try. And you know what? It stuck with me. And and for many years after that, so after I graduated from college, and I think until I was in my mid-20s, I always drank black coffee. But then I started adding the, the half and half, but never sugar. I'm not someone who 
and, and you know, for, for a coffee drinker, for someone who enjoys it, th- these are important details, you know? Um, so yeah, no sugar, no sugar in the coffee. Um, anyhow, there's, there's also the beloved, so I lived in Manhattan for many years, you know, the coffee, um, now it's, I think, you know, due to the pandemic, this is just not something, uh, that exists anymore, but you know, you could, you could buy, the lines would go, you know, halfway down the block for, for a dollar, dollar 50. It was a pretty inexpensive breakfast. You could get a bagel or a donut that were, they were very large. And, uh, and then you could get the coffee in the blue and white, the blue, if, if you lived in Manhattan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, cup, cardboard cup. And um, that coffee was probably not the most expensive brew, but it always tasted so good because it was, you know, the street coffee in New York City. But anyhow, um, but yeah, so I graduated from the black coffee um, to the coffee with the, the half and half. So why is it so important to me? What I started to go into a few minutes earlier was, uh, I'm not going to sing you the whole song, but everyone remembers the TV, the television show Cheers. You know, sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came, you know. So they're, they're talking about a local bar where everyone, when you walk in the door, they might say, Norm, or, <laughs> you know, in your case, it might be, hey, Joe, hey, you know, Mary Beth. And coffee's like that. Coffee, coffee welcomes you just like you get welcomed when you walk into the bar at Cheers. It's this welcoming. So it's in this fluid form. You're brewing it. Um, it's a sensory thing. You know, if you, if you like the smell of it. Now, there are folks out there. I have met them. I know them. They don't like coffee. They don't like the smell of it. They don't like anything about it. But for those who like it, and, and I think, I don't think it's, there's anyone that's on the fence about it. Either you, you, you love it or you don't, you know? So for those who love it, to, to, to smell it, to smell, smell it brewing, um, that's a sensory experience, a very positive one. And to, to pour it, that first cup, kind of like coming home to kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's, there's a lot of there's a lot of emotions there. It's it's a welcoming, it's a it's a comfort zone, even in the uh, you know no matter what time of year. Of course, when it's hot out, I do prefer iced coffee. Um, but there's just when it hits your tongue, um, you know it's a wonderful it's a whole sensory experience. And yes, it is you know tied up with the caffeine going to your brain and all of that. I have an unusual, uh, I don't know, maybe it's not that unusual, but I learned um, early on that caffeine does not impact me at all. So I could have a triple espresso at midnight after dinner and have no problem falling asleep, you know, at 1 a.m. It just, it doesn't impact me. It's, um, again, I don't know how normal that is. Maybe it's one out, people out of 100. I don't know. I've never done a survey, but so, um it, it doesn't. So it's not something I could drink to stay awake, which is something that people will do uh, when students are studying for exams or when people just want to get that, that pick me up. 
it's more of a sensory experience. It's more of a welcoming experience. It's, it's holding your favorite mug and cup. And, and in the future, I'll be doing an episode about that. Um, I do prefer mugs that are handmade and uh, by potters with real clay. Uh, I am Taurus. I'm an earth sign. So as I've gotten older, I just, uh, I've gotten closer, I think, to all of those things that come from the earth. But, you know, um, holding your favorite cup, whatever it happens to be for you, whether it's China, whether it's Corel, whether it's a gift from someone that brings back wonderful memories. It could be something that your parents gave you, your grandmother, your mom, an aunt, etc., a friend. Um, so it's it's pouring this this wonderful magical fluid into this this beautiful cup. So there's there's more sensory things going on there, and then it's um it's thinking about. So we have the, the, the mental, the, the physical. So it's, it's, all this, it's bringing in lots of senses, not all the senses, but the majority of them. And it's, uh, it's a whole wonderful experience. And I, I am still not able to figure out why maybe some of uh, my listeners can uh, let me know um, and as a matter of fact, if you to get in touch with me, now that we're talking about how to get in touch with me, you can simply email me at lisa at careplanet.co. So if any of my listeners today would like to, I don't have a, a live call in right now, future episodes will, but if you know, please let me know. And, and the conundrum here is why the first cup tastes so good. So there's definitely, definitely something about the first cup of coffee. And do you ever notice that? So when you go to have that second cup, it's like, eh, not really, mm, not really so good. Yeah. Something about that first cup that's just really amazing. And um, coffee is, is something that's familiar. You could have been having, you know, a bad day. So for me, it's not a pick-me-up because the caffeine literally doesn't, you know, do anything for me. But it's it's a psychological pick-me-up. It's Again, that familiar. So the structure of the Cheers bar, right, that's, you know, a familiar place where everyone knows your name. Well, coffee is that, you know. Coffee is, um, it's consistent, it's welcoming, it's warm, it's, um, it's soothing, it has a pleasant scent. Um, and again, it's, it's an acquired taste. Uh, I remember thinking, you know, as, as a teen, um, and, and then just growing up, it was something I thought, I'm never going to be a coffee drinker. I just don't like the way it, you know, it didn't float my boat. But um, today, I'm a coffee lover. And it brings people together. You know, nothing brings people together like coffee. Uh, a memory that I have, I was in, I believe I was in high school. And, yeah, I think I was, uh, I think I was a senior in high school. And here locally, in my neck of the woods, there was rainstorm and the power went out in, in the community where I live. And I remember the neighbors coming out of their houses and it happened in the mid-afternoon. So it was still, it was summertime, it was still light out and people coming out into the street and just sort of um, 
you know, everyone was getting together. People were chatting. Fire department was there, and there were power lines down. And I remember someone brought out, uh, they were able to, they had a generator, and then they would boiled water, and they had bought, brought out instant coffee and styrofoam cups, and they gave it to um, the gentleman with the fire department, and then the, and they had cookies, too, like Chips Ahoy cookies or something. And then it was like, a, it was a little get-together. And there's an example right there. We Coffee brings people together, really like nothing else can, you know. And a very good friend of mine, he has a wonderful memory uh, growing up from his mom. Uh, he came from a very large family, and they had a tradition, like many large families do, uh, for Sunday dinner. And his mom would say, you know, to, to the relatives, you know, come on over. We're having coffee and coffee and and everyone knew that meant you know you bring your your sheet cake your bunt cake your cookies your brownies your treats coffee and coffee and so the and was the other part of that equation and and in tables all across the planet um you know that's that's celebrated and it's trickled down into our coffee culture um you know we have many well-known chains and um COVID-19, our global pandemic, has changed that, you know, and there is some concern, certainly, that there will be uh, an impact on what is called the third place. So uh, I am not affiliated with the Starbucks coffee company, but I'm going to read from their website right now, and this is just interesting for listeners. Our mission and values come to life in the promotion of equitable, diverse, and inclusive cultures in our workplace, our communities, and in our stores. A third-place environment where everyone is welcome and where we can gather as a community to share great coffee and deepen human connection. I, I love the way that's written. A, a, again, a third-place environment. It's that third place. So there's been some talk, some articles already written um, since the pandemic started about, well, what's going to happen to the third place? What is the third place? This very special environment, and I quote here again from Starbucks website, where everyone is welcome. Again, going back to the cheers bar, right? Where, where we can gather as a community to share great coffee and deepen human connection, where everybody knows your name, right? And coffee is the, is the thing, that brings us all together for that. In some way, shape, or form, COVID-19, which does cast a long shadow, is, is changing the dynamic of all that. But it'll be interesting a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now, to see how all of this plays out. And uh, coffee is not going anywhere. It's a part of our culture. And uh, I know, and I do believe it always will be, but it's definitely something that brings us together. Uh, we'll find a way to have our, our third place, you know, um, and it, it may look a little different, but uh, it'll, it'll all come together. I'm very confident that it will. Getting back to uh, my stint, um, the position I held with uh, the trade association for the coffee industry, part of the work was being involved with the organization's scientific advisory group. So we had scientists, uh, folks, you know, with PhDs and uh, from organizations like Kraft Foods and uh, and others. And 
it was constantly, constantly studying uh, Nestle. That's that's another one. Um, coffee's impact on human health. Does it cause this disorder, this disease? Can it do this to the human heart? Does it do this to cholesterol? And I always chuckle a little bit because um, well, back in those days we had clipping services and 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 I was part of, uh, that was also a part of what I did too, was to monitor all of that. But coffee was always in the news and it remains so. And the work has gone on with the research into, is it good for you? Is it bad for you? And, you know, folks, yes, the research is in. And some of those studies are so similar um, but only they've done a deeper dive into those ones from all those years ago when, when I was working um, at the association. It, it's positive. You know, that's the good news. It's positive. And it does not harm human health. It has a lot of positive benefits. And if you go to Google right now and you just put in the search terms, is coffee good for your health? You will see those latest um, studies. And the news is good. It's... Um, if coffee needed to have a PR rep, a PR agency, it's, it's, it's taken, taken some tough knocks over the years and it's got, and sometimes it's gotten a bad rap for causing harm to human health, but it doesn't. And it's, um, again, I chose it to be a part of my, the name of my podcast for a reason. It's something I hold near and dear. It's something I enjoy. And when I started the podcast, where I was going with the title was, what do we want more of? We all want more time in our lives, right? We all want more love in our lives. We all want more peace in our lives. Do we want more coffee? Well, you can just go to the grocery store. You know, you can um, you can go on your an app on your phone and you can have coffee delivered to your front door. Do we want more coffee? Yes, but it's also a metaphor for more of, I'm not saying that I want to drink 80 gallons a day. What I'm saying is the metaphor for coffee, which is everything that it brings about, which is comfort and warmth and um, something that puts a smile on your face, something that you look forward to, something that makes your day. So all of those things are held within that one cup. And that's where I was going with um, so it wasn't just the surface of yeah, Lisa likes coffee. So she put that word into the title of her, her podcast. No, it's, it's more of the symbolism of that amazing cup of coffee and all that it, all that it holds. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, I'm fascinated to see what happens with coffee culture um, as the years go on. And it's, you know, certainly been, Impacted by uh, COVID-19, the our beloved third place, place as, you know, everyone has uh, has one in the in their neck of the woods. There are independent coffee shops, coffee houses, you know, all over the planet, and I hope and pray that they they come back and um, with full force so that people can can go there because those are very very special places. Not just the chains that that are household names. I'm talking about also the independently owned. Um, they're places where everyone knows your name. Just like independent bookstores. There's a little plug for the independent bookstores, which are beloved, and we hope that they stay with us and do not disappear 
um, we have a lot of challenges. Again, you know, COVID-19 does cast a long shadow, but we are, as, as a human race, I believe we are rising to meet those challenges. I look forward to talking about peace in, um, in my next episode, which is the final installment of uh, Time, Love, Coffee, Peace. And I have wonderful guests coming up in the future, and I can't wait to share all of these new episodes with you. So on that note, I hope that you're doing well and you are having a, a peaceful September. We're going to head into fall and in the colder weather, you know, coffee, um, well, with the fall season, there's a lot of uh, pumpkin related drinks that we've got the pumpkin spice and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, but coffee, uh, no matter what time of the year is, is something wonderful to be enjoyed. So I hope again, you're having, as we close out September, you're having a good and peaceful month, staying safe, staying healthy. I wish all of you well. And as always, thank you for joining me. And I am wishing you today and in all the days of all the days ahead, all of your days ahead, you and your loved ones, all green lights. Thank you very much for joining me today and take good care.